Liliana Hecker is the author of five volumes of short stories and two novels, and the founding editor of two literary magazines widely read in Latin America. During Argentina's years of violent repression, the so-called Dirty War, between 1976 and 1983, she kept writing and editing, helping to give voice to authors silenced by the regime. She has interviewed Jorge Luis Borges and corresponded extensively with Julio Cortazar. Yes. She lives in Buenos Aires, where we are today to talk about her life as a writer. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Oh, thank you very much, Nigel. (laughs) You started early. Yes. Can you tell me how and when you first got your big break? Well, when I was um, 16, uh, I was finishing secondary school and I um, did the um, a course for um, entering in um, the University of Exact Science because my idea was to study physics. But at the same time, I loved very much to read. I think I, I read from I was six years old. And, uh, well, I wrote. I didn't think of being a writer. I wrote because, well, I was in love when I was 13, or because I was sad or I was happy with everything that happened to me. I wrote. So, when I finished the secondary school, I decided to look for a literary magazine. I went to a a book shopping that was wonderful and I read a lot of magazines Mm. and I didn't like anything because some was very boring and another was reactionary uh, for you know, for the right, I was, and I... It was too political, was it? Eh? It was political. Political, yes, yes, but perhaps they were not politic, but, well, I, I thought that the writers were uh, in, the, in, the, in the right. Mm. Uh, yeah. Is it right? You say the left yeah, Right wing, the left wing, well, yeah. Ah, well, I never was a... In a party, in a political party, I yeah. I didn't. It has nothing nothing to do with me. But I, well, my ideas, my ideology is near the left. So I didn't like these magazines. But then I found one magazine. The name was uh, Grisho de Papel, the Papers Cricket. Cricket is the the insect. Yes, the papers cricket. I read the uh, the text of uh, as editorial. Uh, the writers speak about their ideology, the, the position of the, uh, the magazine. Kind of an aesthetic statement. Yes, more or less that. 
So I read that and I thought, this is my magazine. So uh, there were uh, uh, the, um, the chiefs, the directors, were four writers. They were, uh, they were very young, so they were not well known. Uh, but I wrote a letter and I wrote a poem, my well, brother-in-law, that was the, my, my sister was not uh, married then, he was the fiancé of my sister. He gave me this typewriter to, to read the letter, so I, I wrote a letter and a poem. And then one of the chiefs, Abelardo Castillo, found me, and uh, well, uh, we, we met, and he told me he was wonderful. I think he was one of the major writers in this country. One he of the died, best. I think that. Uh, he died two years ago. And he told me, well, the poem is bad, but I think because of the, of the letter, I think that you are a writer. So he invited me to go to um, a meeting of the, the magazine. They met in one bar of coffee that you can see. It is Café de los Angelitos. And now, it's still now? It is, eh? It's still around? Yes, yes, it is. But now it, it is uh, for tourists. Well, then I was 16. My family was a little afraid, a little very afraid. Let's just look at that letter. Yes. Why did he think it was so good? I think because of the style, the, the, the way I wrote, uh, I don't know. We never recovered this letter. But what did you put in the letter? What? Did you put emotion into it? Did no, you, no, I, I thought... Was it just no, a straightforward... No, 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 no. I remember that I thought that I never... It is the truth. I never had met a writer. But I thought that I needed to, to meet writers to enter in this uh, world. Well, perhaps my, my convictions could uh, um, could be seen in this letter. Yeah, well, I your desire. Know. Yes, I think so. So, well, uh, he invited me and well, I began to go. I was, well, I was the youngest, of course, mm -hmm. but not only the youngest. They went to these uh, meetings, the young writers, all men, yeah, and the novias, fiancés of the writers, the young writers, and I. I was the only one, the only woman that went because of her. He, I did, I did not go with a man. No, I went because I needed this, uh, this world. I needed to write. So well. I began to uh, listen to excellent writers. They um, discussed about literature, 
about ideology and well I have everything and I think I began in the magazine in, in January in 1960. Okay. I, I, th I always say that I am the gen genuine writer of the 60s because <laughs> I began in January of 1960. Okay. And well, about May, I saw that Everybody wrote short stories, so I tried to write a short story. It is not exactly like this. In one of these meetings, I think he was a poet, a little mad, but this, that, oh, oh, man, that, well, and he told me, ah, this is not a short story. And, and I, I, I wanted to, to kill him. <laughs> and then I couldn't kill him. So <laughs> I thought, well, I will write a short story. And well... You'll kill him with your short story. Yes, this is the, the truth. And, and then I... Um, Sat uh, on, on Saturday, I sat in my uh, desk with this typewriter and I began, I began to write and write and wrote and wrote and then I, I thought, well, how I will follow this? And this, then I, I read the last I had uh, written and I said, oh, this is an end, it is a good end. And uh, like this, I wrote my, share, my first short story. When I read this short story in the magazine, everybody liked it and they published it when I was 17. And well, for instance, Ernesto Sabato Told, oh, what a good story! Beatriz Guido, that is a very, was a very known, a very good known writer. Told, ah, a good story. Everybody liked this story. Well, this is the the way I began to to write stories. So, I, what what was it about the story that made everyone like it? What was it? I think it was the voice. Of the, it, it was the, the narrator and the, uh, was um, a little girl uh, about of about 16, six years six, six years old yeah. perhaps you you can read this story in uh, in the translation of uh, Alberto but it is a, a little girl says that uh, nobody understand. Uh, her, everybody, her mother wants that she plays as other uh, children. children plays, but she liked to play with mind. Well, this is the the character, the, the first character, and well, I think it uh, it has a, a good end. In the last number, a uh, copy, not copy, the magazine. I was a um, secretary of reduction uh, de last. It is a um, well a title, no. But this uh, magazine 
was forbidden with other publications that were, were in the left. What year was that? Yeah. When was that? It was at the end of uh, 1960. Uh, and then Abelardo Castillo and me, I was then, well, I, I was 17. Yeah. Well, we founded a new magazine, El Escarabajo de Oro, The Golden Bag. It is it, the name of a, a very uh, well known uh, short story of Edgar Poe. It was a very, very important magazine, I think. But it, why was the previous magazine banned and shut down? Why? Well, I think it was not only this magazine. Uh, there were, well, six or seven magazines. All magazines that had, there were some literary magazines, a humor magazine that was excellent and some um, periodistic magazines, all sorts of magazines that had some ideology that could seem in the left. So and the government felt threatened by them or they thought that the message would go to no, the people? No, it, it was not uh, dangerous for... No. Now our uh, magazine was about literature yeah. and perhaps it, it was um, a year ago it happened the Cuban Revolution that had many to, to, to say to young writers and young people yeah. it was the first time that the revolution, a so social revolution happened in, in Latin America. So there was afraid that the same thing might happen in Argentina. No, I don't think so. It was very difficult that, but you have to, to see that the 60s were um, a time with a, a great mobilization in, in the world. A unique, a unique time. So, well, it, uh, there was a, a great a mobilization, and I think that well, militars and some oli oligarchs yeah. understand well, were uh, a little worried about what could happen. Yeah. I think that this was the reason. But uh, Castillo, Abelardo Castillo, and me founded uh, El Escarabajo de Oro. The, the golden bag and I think it was better that than the the paper the see, yes the, the paper, paper cricket. cricket yes it was published until 1974 where here there was a hyperinflation I don't know how to say where everything uh, is um, the prices grow and In inflation. Yeah, yeah, inflation. Yes. So we were not be able to publish the magazine because the magazine we um, did everything. Uh, we wrote, of course. Uh, we chose the the short stories and the articles and everything. We made the diagrams. 
uh, and we made the distribution in the um, kiosks, we say, uh, where um, magazines and, are, uh, and, uh, pay, and new papers are sold. Uh, we did everything. So we could sustain the, yeah. the magazine because, well, we distributed it and then they paid us and we could uh, publish a new magazine. But with the inflation, it was impossible. So we had to, to finish. But we had then a new magazine during the dictatorship. That's right. So you closed it in 74, and then the, there was a military coup in 1976? El golpe militar was in 76, yes. But we, in 77, founded a new magazine. And they let you do that? Eh? They, let, they allowed you to do that? No, they didn't allow to do that. We did that. That is another thing. Readers recognized the uh, magazine. For instance, Abelardo Castillo and me, we put our names in a color in the cover. So uh, readers knew, ah, Abelardo Castillo and Liliana Hecker, and they knew that uh, it was the same, in, in some way, it was the same uh, magazine. It had the but, same quality. It was a yes, good, they knew course. it was good. Yes, but military people is not very cultural, has not cultural, so they didn't know that it was a magazine well, with two young writers. Well, but uh, I think that every magazine dialogues with its own time. So our ideology was the same. Our idea of literature was the same. What, uh, what was that idea of literature? Uh, what was that idea of the literature? The idea is the same I sustain now. I want a world with where there would be a social justice where every person could have a good work and everybody could study and everybody could choose what they, what they want to do. It is elementary, elementarily what I think about my idea of a world. And Castillo, he thought about about the same. But what does that have to do with literature? Is it that, that you should be free to write anything you want? Uh, no, uh, it is not like this. I think that in dictatorships, writers have a privilege, is that they know how to use words. Mm -hmm. So, we could say a lot of things that readers could understand, yeah. but they were not um, pamphlets, pamphlets, uh, political pamphlets. No, no, no. So, and we could, 
for instance, publish young writers that didn't um, publish in other uh, media, medias. This is the well the center of my controversy with Cortázar. With Julio Cortázar, I had a controversy about literature and exile yes. because he told well. I, I will simplify. Simplify, yes, it's good. It's good. That, but he thought that everyone that had something to say had to go out, had to exile. And I told him that a writer is responsible of his own country, of his own place, and he can say what other people can't say. That was the idea of our uh, third magazine, El Ornitorinco. The, the translation is the platypus. Do yes. you know? The platypus. We, the... This name was because I thought that it was strange. It was very curious, this magazine, in dictatorship time. So we put it the the platypus having our our magazine and publishing young writers and saying what we wanted to say, but with um, perhaps we had to change our words, but we didn't change our ideas. Yes. Okay. So let me get this straight then. Your argument with Cortazar. Uh, I, I didn't understand. Please yeah. Begin, begin again. I just want to clarify your debate with Julio Cortazar. Ah, yes. He was saying that the writer should leave the country. Yes. So that the writer is free to say whatever he or she wants to say and write. And you're yes. saying that the the duty of the writer is to stay in the yes. country. Yes. Well, a writer can uh, uh, can can do what he wants to do. He has not to stay here or to go there. But it was not an argument that well, out you can see or, or you can say what you want. Yes, of course. But I wanted that my compatriots yeah, yeah. know what I want to say. Perhaps it was more difficult. Perhaps we had to change our words. But no, it's no its sense. Uh, so it was not, uh, it, it didn't have sense for me to say what I wanted, but out when my real uh, readers couldn't read that. This was, uh, well, it was very long and there were a lot of arguments and of course, but more or less this is the, the center of what I wanted to, to say. So you basically said, I'm going to stay here and change my words, but the message is going to stay the same. Yes, of course. And because I'm staying here, I'm able to communicate with the people in the my country yes. and get my message out to them. Yes. And someone in exile, the government's not going to allow 
their stories to get into the country, is that it? Uh, more or less. It was possible, of course. We read Cortázar. We could uh, read some writers. It was not easy as in democracy times, of course, but uh, where it, it was possible to write, it was more or less possible to publish and to read. And well, of course, dictatorship is not a comfortable. It's uh, frightening. Time, of course, but I think that um, an intellectual has the responsibility of, uh, well, try to do the best with its ideas, with its literature. Uh, and well, it was my idea, it was Abelardo Castillo's idea, and this is the reason, uh, because we stayed here and published our, our uh, magazine and went and wrote our books. Uh, I think that a writer perhaps uh, can be forbidden to publish, but you always are free in your uh, your own uh, place. For instance, here, I, I am free of writing what I want. And perhaps I can, can publish, but well, I will uh, be able to publish years after. Well, this is my idea. It is, it is very difficult for me to say uh, what I think in English, of course, yes. but you can understand me? I can, but I do have another question about the writing that you did publish. Yes. If, for example, you said that a government that didn't allow free speech should be overthrown, that's going to get your magazine banned, right? It, but uh, you basically said the same thing, but differently. Is that correct? You said it yes, in a subtle way that allowed you to say, to get that message out, that yes. the regime should be resisted, but in such a way that they didn't ban your magazine. Well, it was possible during dictatorship, like happened here, uh, well, we had this all the time. They, uh, uh, many people was missing. They were. Uh, they That's were the euphemism. 30. They were. They were murdered. Yes, of course. This was the risk. This was the the country we are were living in. But well, I think that an intellectual, while he is alive. He has, has to try to say what he thinks, to say to the other what he thinks. Um, well, it was all of we uh, had the risk. Um, it was uh, really dangerous to live here. I think that the, the worst for a writer is not the censor, but the autocensor. When a writer uh, censor themselves, censor, uh, do you understand what is censor? 
the sensor. Sometimes they fail. They are not perfect. They fail. But when a writer makes auto sensor, he says, no, I will not write about that because perhaps I, I have a risk. Well, I think that it is not a good thing for a writer. So you think the writer should risk their lives to say what they want to say? I think, but you have you if you have an idea, you have to 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 express this idea. I, I there is another thing. I, I am a writer. I love I love uh, literature and I love arts, and I think that defend literature. Is, is a way of defending our ideas too. Mm -hmm. uh, to try that young people publish, to try that great writers from here and from other countries could be read for our uh, um, compatriots. It's a good thing. It's a way to, um, to express our ideas, of course, because I am a writer, I am not a political woman, of no. course, but I have a, an idea of the world. So I, I want to express my idea and I have to defend my, my work, my, my, uh, what, I, uh, what I chose. The literature. Yeah. So well, I thought that being here, here, and publishing our magazine was a way. It was not, of course, the only way. But here, there were uh, Madre de Plaza de Mayo. The, do you know what our Madre? Uh, well, it was the the first uh, movement that happened, not only here, but I think in Latin America, they mothers of missing people. Yeah. They uh, joined They had a white handkerchief in, handkerchief in, in, his, in their heads and they, they defended their rights and, well, they really were exceptional. This was during the dictatorship? Yes, of course. Yes, yes. They, every uh, Thursday, they went to Plaza de Mayo, uh, uh, and they rounded the, the, the plaza, and, well, it, it was, uh, they were persecuted, well, but, they now are very, very old, very old, and they, they follow uh, fighting and defending their ideas. It's wonderful. So, and there were a lot of movements here during the dictatorship, and there was an experience, a wonderful experience, uh, that was um, named Teatro Abierto, open uh, theater. A lot of authors wrote plays about dictatorship and freedom. Every play had to do with what happened there. And all the theaters, it was a very important movement. So eventually, did it result in anything? Your efforts and the efforts of all these playwrights? Uh, uh, begin, begin again. Yeah. Yes, begin again. Uh, 
So what happened? With this theater, Teatro Abierto. Well, that, that and the Mothers of the Missing. Well, they were persecuted and some theaters were um, quemados. Um, Closed? No, fired. On fire? With fi in fire, yes. It happened a lot of things, you know, it was, nothing was easy, nothing no. was easy, uh, but well, it was possible to do something. I think that it was a way of resistance, yeah. uh, cultural resistance. Uh, that was my idea. Uh, and this was one of the things I, I debated with, with Cortázar. Mm -hmm. That was my friend. Uh, I loved Cortázar. I loved his ideas because he was a wonderful man and, uh, and I love his literature but I think that you can debate with your friend of course and well that's that was the idea of this debate yes so do you think all of your resistance you understand? No, no. You think you think all of the resistance no, resulted they... resulted in the dictatorship being overthrown sooner? No, no. I don't think so. I don't think we were heroes. Heroes. No, no. Nothing at all. No, no. But I think that in some way we allowed that literature didn't die mm, yeah. and ideas didn't die yeah in no? English in English yeah the ideas weren't suppressed yes I, I think they, well we didn't uh, allow that they did they didn't silence you. Uh, of course I think that silence is a way of death to be able to to speak to say some things to publish young writers uh, well was a a way of resistance and the workshops in this time I, I began uh, in this time to coordinate workshops because outside everything was forbidden but in these uh, little places places where you listened to young writers and you uh, discussed about uh, short stories it was also a way of resistance they were very very important i love workshops uh, now i follow uh, coordinating workshops and a lot of writers wonderful writers uh, were pupils of mine but this uh, phenomenon began uh, during dictatorship, yes. Hmm. Okay, let's look at those workshops. What do you teach these young writers? Well, uh, well uh, now I, um, I, have, I have just finished um, a book about creative writing, about the process of creation. Uh, the, the name in, in Spanish is La Trastienda de la Escritura. In English is more or less the backstage 
of writing. Okay. Uh, so there I, I speak about something I take in workshops. What I love is to, to help writers to find uh, their own form, their own tools. Uh, I don't think that a writer can teach to others to no. be a writer. No. But I think that every writer learns his uh, work, his, his, his method. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and sometimes the opinion of another person, another writer, uh, well, can open ways. Um, and um, a young writer can learn some um, tools of his own metier officio. No? Uh, well, I think I love uh, to coordinate workshops. Uh, and I think that people loves this my way of writing. I, th I always say that we are all writers. They are not my pupils and I am the teacher. No? No. Well, perhaps I have more experience, but I try to do something that uh, was for, for our generation, meeting in cafes. When I was in the 60s, well, uh, 10 writers, 10 young writers joined us in a cafe and one of us had finished a short story, then he read it, uh, read it and all of we discussed it and well, it was full of passion. And we learned in this way, in these discussions and these readings, well, with the dictatorship, this finished. It was impossible for ten young writers to join in a cafe and to discuss. But the workshop, uh, as I understand it, is more or less like these meetings. Um, everybody speaks, everybody has an opinion of um, the, the reading of his companions and well I think that and well I insist a lot in uh, correction I think that the the real creation is in correction when you have your first version of a short story for yeah. instance yeah. Well, it is not what you want to, to do. Sure. No, but it's, it's good to get something out so yeah. you can then work on something. Well, that's what I sustain. I think that the first version for me is the necessary, mal necessario. Well, it is, it is needed. You can't work without that first right. version. You need that, it's, but it is not what you want. It is not no. what you are uh, looking for. So then when you have that, well, we, ha we change things. You go from third person to 
one uh, first such person. person or vice versa or you have oh no this this beginning is not good and no I think this second frost is the is the, uh, the beginning and you change the end and well you change everything yeah well I insist a lot and I always say my pupils well you can bring ten times what you are writing it is not it has not importance that you uh, finish a short story in uh, five days or in one year the only thing that um, it has a matters is what you finally uh, get. Yep. No? Yep. So, well, uh, I insist in that and my pupils agree with me. At first, they, oh, no, I don't like, I, I get bored uh, writing 10 years, mm -hmm. 10 times the same. But yes. then they um, find the pleasure in correcting, no? so yeah. well, this is uh, more or less what I do in the workshops. So that's the the essence of what you're saying in your book. Uh, yes, the, in some in some ways, the book. Well, it is not. For instance, I I speak about different problems. For for instance, well the blank page. Oh, everybody says, oh, it is terrible. Yeah, the blank page is terrible for um, journalists because they have to to finish oh, yeah. this article in They have a deadline, a deadline yes. yeah. But for a writer, the blank page is the possibility of writing everything. To write because an order well, it, it is, oh, it is not good. No, sometimes, um, uh, for instance, a, a writer or, or a publisher house asks you a short story about something uh, for an anthology. Well, it is a good thing to write because of an order. If they ask you something that has nothing to do with you, well, no, I don't like that. Well, I speak about that. Uh, it is a section that uh, that is the story of the story, no? where I um, tell the story of some of my short stories. Since the moment when something made that, well, I think, oh, I have to write a story with this. It triggered you. Yes, yeah. and all the work I have to do to uh, finally write the story. Another uh, section is the novel and other adventures. Because I say that writing a novel is like an adventure. When I have a, the idea of a short story, I know where I want to go. Huh? Uh, but when I have idea of a novel, well, perhaps I have a conflict I want to speak about, and perhaps I have a character, but nothing more. So I begin to write chapters or paragraphs or things that 
at first I don't know where they will go and in some time I can uh, construct something with that so I I think that to write a novel is yeah in, in some way is an adventure well of all about that things I I speak in the book and other things, of course. Mm -hmm, okay. Or about how to write with their the own experience. Well, a lot of things. I think Borges said that all writing is autobiographical. Of course. Well, of course. And Borges, in every new edition, he corrected his uh, older his, stuff all yeah. his text Abelardo Castillo made the same I love to correct so I tried that my pupils find the, the pleasure of correct and mm. they find it <laughs> <laughs> perhaps you could tell me then what you think About? makes up a really good short story versus a bad short story? Well, I think it's very difficult to, to do a, a defi definition, but, uh, well, uh, I think that in a good story, in a short story, if you put something, because that uh, perhaps wonderful, but it has n nothing to do in the story, well, it will be a bad story. Cortázar, said that a short story wants uh, by knockout. It w in the fight. Yes. It wins by a knockout. Of course. And the other, we say por puntos, but I don't know. Maybe it's by decision? By decision. So the judges determine who wins? Yes, of course. But Not the knockout. So Cortázar says that novels one uh, because of decisions and uh, uh, for instance Chekhov thought that in a good uh, short story if there is a pistol yes uh, on the wall eh? a pistol hanging on the wall uh-huh I, I don't understand it's okay. well, uh, there is a, a pistol uh, Cargada with uh, uh, with the bull uh, bulls is bar? yes in the um, first phrase the tiro uh, has to uh, sound in the last, in the last one yes yeah. well yeah. this is more or less but I recognize I think I can recognize a, a good short story um, perhaps you can be wrong in some chapter in a novel and the novel will be excellent yeah uh, but if you um, fail in a short story the short story will be bad it's yeah in, in english it's less forgiving yeah. yes it, it is very intense the short story is intense as a poem for instance when you read a novel and you love this novel you want that novel will not finish. That's right. But when you read a good short story, we, you want that nobody will bother you because you want to, to read it and nothing more. It is a novel and a short story can be excellent. I, I am not uh, saying that 
one child is uh, be better than the other. No, no, no. But I think that any of them has his own rules. And what I say always is that the good short stories author, if imagine a novel, can read it, can write it. But the good novelist is not always is uh, capable of uh, writing a good short, short story. story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So can you, this is the, just a f winding down here and, and closing, can you tell me some of your favorite short stories that you've written and some of your favorites from other people? Yes, well, it is, it is not easy for me no. to, um, to choose my own short stories. I know that the favorite, favorite for people is the stolen party, La Fiesta Ajena, yeah. but I don't know, it, it is not my favorite. But it's yeah. the most popular and the oh, most discussed. Yeah. It is, oh well, it is translated in a lot of languages. Now, I don't know, there are some short stories that I love, I love, um, the pastoral symphony and family life. Some stories of other authors, yes, I can say. For instance, I don't know the translation of Salinger, A Perfect Day for the Banana Fish, for instance, is one of my favorite. I love some Flannery O'Connell stories. Un, un hombre bueno, a good man is yes. difficult for it's to hard find. to find. Yes, yeah. and some other uh, here in Argentina. Well, we have excellent writers, Borges, for instance. From Borges, I love a lot of short stories, but I love especially El Sair. El Sair, uh, Sair. Uh, I, it has not a translation because. The world is like this. I, I love some uh, El Perseguidor uh, the, of, from Cortázar, some short stories by Castillo, he's an excellent short stories writer. Well, there are a lot of short stories that I love. I love to read short stories, not only love to write short stories, but to read short stories. And I think that's why you're so good, is because you love to read of short course, stories. Of course, you. I think that a writer learns reading. When you read, you learn a lot about how to write, of course. I'm just going to put this in at, right at the end here, and I'll see if it works, okay? No, no, no. This, uh, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> about about the uh, the first story that uh, the most popular, your most popular story, the stolen. The stolen party. The, the stolen, stolen party. party. Yes. 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 The scene at the very end. Yes. Where the rich yes. mother gives the little girl yes. the money. The question is: Is the little girl disappointed? because she didn't get the same present 
that the other little girls got. Yes, I think so. Or is it so she's hurt? There's also the fact that it's like almost like being a prostitute, giving no, no, money no. to uh, just because she did some work. No, no, no. It is no. I think she she has not an idea. Uh, or she didn't, doesn't think she's a prostitute. I, I don't think so. She wanted the, the same. She of wanted, yes, she but wanted to the, be treated the, the same, treated the same way as the other girls. Yes, the, the terrible thing is that she feels different. The other, the, the, the rich woman, makes she feel different. different. She felt. Every uh, all the time during the party, she felt the the queen of the party. Uh, she thought she was the best, and perhaps she was the best. Yeah. And this woman makes uh, that she feel different than she well doesn't uh, deserve uh, at the present the other girls and boys receive. Her mother, yes, she is more conscious than her, than the little girl. She knew that previously. Yes. That's the reason that she didn't want that her daughter went to the party because she knew how rich people can uh, behave. And she knew that her little girl would feel different. They will uh, uh, do. But in the moment the, the, the girl is happy and well, meets her mother, she feels that everything is good. And then when she sees what Senora Inez does, well, I think this is terrible. That's the reason that she protects her daughter. Yes, she holds on to her, yeah. Yes. So the, the little daughter, is she made to feel like a servant, do you think? Or she, she has not, not... She doesn't you. understand that. No, no I, I don't know if she understands or not. Uh, at first, it doesn't matter to her. She feels that she is a friend. Uh, That's of, right. Of the other girl, and they are friends, and nothing more. And they're equal. Yes, of course. Yeah. She thinks that they are, they are equal. There is not difference between them. So, when the, the, the rich man, the woman, gives her the money, I think that in this moment she learns about. Social classes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, please let me thank you for speaking English to me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for you. That was very patient because it is not easy for me to, I think, to express me and sometimes it was not, it was not easy. It is terrible for me because, of course, I am uh, used to to use words. Lots of words. A big vocabulary. Find, yes. <laughs> yes, it is terrible for yeah. me. But I hope you will understand a little. 
Yes. I did. Yes. If if there is if there is something that is not clear and you can't uh, write, please let me know because writing I can be a. Uh, well, a little <laughs> clearer because, uh, well, I take time to, to write it. Yes. That's great. Thank you. I've been speaking to Leanna Hecker, who yeah. is the author of many short stories and several novels and an editor and a workshop leader. Yes, yes, of course. At her home in Buenos Aires. Now, you're published in English, your, your book of short stories yes, in in, Yale. In, in, at the Yale University Press, yes. right? Yes, I think that uh, well, it is for all uh, English-speaking uh, countries. Okay. And well, in Canada, uh, well, the end of the story that published by Barlio Bibliosis, yeah. Yes, it is for United States too, but I, I am not sure that this novel was distributed in United States. Really, I don't know. I'm in England, but I don't know okay. what happens. The, the book out of Yale University is called Please Talk to Me. Please Talk to Me, yes. Very good. It is the phrase, phrase of one of the short stories. Okay. Well, thanks again. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> wow.